Welcome to Morning Commute. I'm Brad Doles. And I am Sam Albert. You know, Brad and I have been friends for many years. Uh, that's true. Probably, I don't know, five or more. And we've built this friendship on making conversations that we talk about basically anything we can think about. It's like no topic is off the table. And so we wanted to open that up and share that kind of talk with other people. Yeah. So we devised this podcast. It's a 20 to 30 minute podcast in which we just kind of freeform talk about the things that we talk about all the time. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the morning commute. Hi, we're back. (laughs) Seconds later. Yeah, Sam didn't know we were starting the new episode. We're we're starting the new episode. Uh, how has been? How's the last twenty four hours been for you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they never happen. Right. <laughs> um, so for people who last left us, uh, Sam was interrogating me about my atheism and whether or not I actually thought I was a good person. And I think we came to the conclusion that I wasn't. Um, well, I knew that before I asked the question. Well, I, yeah, it was kind of a trap. <laughs> My question for you, I don't want to become too preachy at people. Do you think we should continue on this line and uh, warn people now that this particular episode continues along that? Or should we switch topics and go on to something else? Oh, you know me. I could talk about this forever. All right. Let's talk about it one more episode. We'll go ahead and and warn people right at the top. If you don't want to hear about all this stupid religion crap, or I don't care whether or not Brad's an atheist, let's skip this episode. That's fine. We'll have another one tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow will be about Muppets. I don't know. Um, <laughs> another passion of mine. Uh, I was all right. just going to say, for some people, those are gods. Yeah. Uh, or maybe, maybe we could have it about one of Sam's passions. I don't know. It doesn't always have to be about me. Um, I, I already forgot where we left off. Is there a, a next question that you want to ask me? Um, when you meet people who are staunchly religious, uh-huh. what are the most common, what's the most common pushback you get from them? Cause I imagine they offer up the same things that they think you've never heard before, but you may have heard time and time again. I don't know. I mean, it's been a while since the last time someone did it. I can remember who the last person was. I won't say their name on the podcast. They're either a version of an argument that I've already heard before, or they're the same exact argument. I hate, well, you can't prove that there isn't a God. Yeah, that doesn't matter. You can't prove that there isn't uh, a teapot floating in Mars's o- orbit at directly opposite of us. You can't believe that there isn't an invisible dragon in my garage because as soon as you impose magic on it, then it can be as elusive and and whatever as it wants. So so there, na 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 poo poo. The other one that you know always irritates me is mysterious ways. Well, God works. How come this? Well, God works in mysterious ways. We can't ever, you know, really know how what his motivations are. Mm, Sometimes his mysterious ways are pretty crappy, and I think that it would do us more benefit than harm to actually know what those mysterious ways were. And I don't, I don't like that as an answer. You know, to the question, why does why does evil exist in the world? Well. mysterious ways I don't care and it's funny because you actually have a joke about this but it really resonated with me and was one of the first kind of stepping stones in my questioning about a higher power Mm -hmm. was that idea of like we don't give mysterious ways as an answer for other things that we put our faith into if someone was going to give me a flu vaccine well how does this work well mysterious ways I wouldn't take it or get on an airplane which is one of the jokes you have of like someone said how does this plane 
fly. And someone said, we don't know, it's mysterious ways. I wouldn't feel comfortable flying on that plane. Why do we feel comfortable putting our hands in the power of someone who operates by mysterious ways? Yeah. And the idea that uh, one of the ones that plane one hits with is, well, it'll work if you believe hard enough. How much are you deluding yourself if you're just believing? Mm-hmm. That's and, and that folds back into something you said, um, what bothers me about things, not just about God, but like the secret and mm-hmm. all and that stuff, that if you only believe hard enough, you'll get everything that you desire. And if you're not getting it, then maybe you aren't believing hard enough. Yeah, and, it, uh, it puts the impetus on the victim. Them. And it t- keeps you away from actually doing things that are helpful. I think having a vision of what you want is great. I think positive thinking, I think taking time to imagine that you have what you want is terrific. But I think if it doesn't come to you, it's not because you didn't believe hard enough. It may be you didn't work hard enough, or it may be that life can be chaotic and random and you just didn't get what you want. Yeah, I think it's worth saying all of this lack of belief in God came, it started out as just being a general skeptic, just in general being skeptical of the world. And that, I guess, can mean different things to different people. But it's basically like, I I want everything that I believe to have sufficient evidence that force it. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I also don't believe in any other magic. I don't think that we have auras. I don't think that, I don't believe in feng shui. Uh, (laughs) To put a random non-related to anything example out there. Psychic. Uh, don't believe in psychics. Um, yeah. Communicating with the dead. Don't believe in communicating with the dead. Don't believe in an afterlife. That's a good one. If you're going to believe in, like, just because you are an atheist doesn't mean that you necessarily believe in an afterlife. I do not believe in an afterlife. I don't think that we exist after this. I think we are just meat machines. That is, I also believe that, but that one is so hard for me to make peace with. It makes me very sad. Because you wanted the celebration after you're dead? Yeah. If it makes you feel any better, probably some people will be celebrating after you're dead. <laughs> There's going to be a party at the D&D, so everyone get ready for a, an email blast. Yeah. I just loaded the cannon for everybody to be mad at me on that one. I'm, that's, that's where I get a You know who's going to be happy when, you, when the dead? You. You're the one that's going to be happy. Okay, everybody, when I jab at Sam... We have a pretty good relationship and she knows I'm kidding and I'm giving her full reign to tell me when she's hurt. And she has before. Please call 911. Please, if you're hearing my voice right now. only kidding yeah we it doesn't it rolls off my back um here's the thing I, I it also bothers me that if this is the end it's really hard to ignore wasting time do you know oh, what i mean it's, i think that's a benefit of it oh it's so uncomfortable yeah um a side effect of of all of this means that this is all that we have right so There aren't any second chances. It has an impact, you know, with me of when you go to a funeral and people say they're in a better place. No, I don't believe that. I'm not going to say it at the funeral because it'll make people angry. But, you know, that is doing more harm than it is good. But what I believe is a philosophy of the way I live is if someone's important to you, if there's something that you want to say to them, if there's time that you want to spend with a person, you better do it now because I think Mm -hmm. it's a way of comforting us to say that we'll see them again and it can be counterproductive if we don't just do it now. As you know, and as our audience may or may not know, I have a clock that I made that sits on my counter behind me that counts down to the day that I am going to die. How does Brad know that? 
it, he doesn't. It's a statistical date in the future, I believe. Oh, as a matter of fact, um, I noticed by looking at the clock the other day, the anniversary of my future death date is in two days. Should I send over a cupcake? <laughs> I feel bad that we don't get to celebrate together um, <laughs> the anniversary of my future death. Uh, I'm supposed to, to die on April 10th, 36 years from now. And I figured that out from from statistics. Uh, you can go on to sites online and say, when am I going to die? And you put in how tall you are and what sex and how much you weigh and whether or not you smoke and all this other stuff. And, and it comes up with a death date. Brad, I just thought of something. I know what Your you thought. Date. I know what you thought. I'm not going to figure it out again. I don't want to reprogram that clock. All right. You may have some extra years in there because of your weight loss journey. That is true. Yeah. Um, and I hope so. That was the reason that I did it. Mm -hmm. um, oh, for those out there who wonder if you should lose weight and the benefits of it, I started it because I had high blood pressure and I lost 45 pounds so that I could be, have, be in normal BMI and I no longer have high blood pressure. One confirming story, doing stuff that doctors say works. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you, here's a, a an interesting question that's just a nosy question. What would you do if you, or could you fall in love with someone who was religious? It depends on how religious. What if there was someone who went to church every Sunday, but wasn't going to ask you to go? It depends on how religious. Okay. Because that does, what you just said doesn't mean anything. If I am depending on faith to get things done every day, I have a problem with that. If, okay. if I am, if I'm even really thanking God for all of the benefits in my life, it would be hard for me to be in love with anybody who put any level of, of supernatural weight on everyday life. Okay. If if your belief in a God is what we've heard before, a vague understanding that maybe that there's a God out there who doesn't really interact in our life anymore. I mean, my gut instinct is, well, then why do you believe in this God? But the other side of that is, I don't care. If that makes you feel good and doesn't, it's not affecting how you treat people, or at the very least, it has a positive effect, not a negative effect. Oh, but Brad, it's always a positive effect. No, not, not always. But if in this instance, I agree that it's a positive effect, um, then yeah, I can be with you. And one might say, how judgmental, Brad? Well, if I'm picking a mate, yeah, I get to be judgmental. That's the way that works. Yeah, you have to have a set of criteria for the person you're going to be with. Mm -hmm. um, okay, what if, and don't worry, I'm not going to turn this into a big high school sleepover game of what if, but let's say you're with someone who was an atheist and then suddenly turned around and decided, wait a minute, I've had a conversion, as was what happened with my father, who was an atheist for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And um, and the quintessential angry atheist. You couldn't talk to him about God without him getting almost irate. Um, and then he had some kind of conversion experience that he doesn't like or didn't like to talk about. He's since passed, but he didn't like to talk about it and didn't even explain it to my stepmom, but became extremely devout. What What would you do if that happened to you? Extremely devout? Well, he, he... No, no, no. In my scenario. Yes, in your scenario. Then I think, oh. I think it'd be hard. You know, it's hard to say that now because I don't know this person. I don't know how much emotional weight I've invested in them. But yeah. it isn't impossible to say that people grow apart, you know. And if mm. someone, you know, people change over time. If I was to marry someone today, I wouldn't be the same person that I am. And I wouldn't be the same person I am now in 10 years. And neither would they. And a certain amount of change is accepted. Whether or not with that change we grow apart or grow together is another story. If in 10 years, this random fictional person is really close with God, and so am I, then, 
you know, fine. If if today uh, I'm married to someone, I'm dating someone, and they become extremely devotional, I would imagine part of extremely devotional is trying to convert me on a regular basis. Wouldn't like yeah. that, you know. And some people would say, no, that's not what it means. But that's where what does extremely devotional actually mean, you know? If it if they really believe that God impacts their life all the time and i get to be ignorant of that if if they if i can't tell by their external that their life is changed significantly except for any way that i could see positive or negative ways that don't affect me that much but they just want to do it okay fine you know mm-hmm. it's really it's it's less about the theology of whether or not they believe in a god and how much it impacts me. Mm-hmm. sorry i had to find a better position to be sitting in <laughs> well you better find a better theological position to take too <laughs> I could talk about this forever. I just find it so interesting. Well, I think we finish out this episode. We probably got about five more minutes talking about this and then maybe give people a break and maybe maybe next week we can... Uh, uh, hop on to something different. Well, you know, next episode we can hop on to something different, but maybe next, oh. next uh, you know, five, ten episodes down the road if we want to re, re-examine this particular part of my life, we can. Because I can see, I can okay. almost hear eyes rolling back in their heads, people puking. And people getting like really mad at, at me believing this stuff, which is another side effect a lot of times of being an atheist is people just get mad that you can exist. That you what? I'm sorry, you cut out. They that, get mad. That you can exist. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, mysterious ways, people. Yeah. Mysterious ways. <laughs> but we have five more minutes on this topic. So so do you have any other uh, other questions to ask me about it? If you could go back and be raised not in crazy Christian with two K's TM world, would you choose to do that? Or are you grateful for the experience that has morphed you into who you are today? I think my life would be better now if I had never believed it. You do. Of the fantasies that you have of going back in time, one of my bigger fantasies is being able to approach teenage Brad, approach junior high Brad, wherever I think that I'm the most vulnerable to being changed. And it would be really difficult at that point in time because I am swimming in it. But I also know everything about his entire life and his parents and all of their failings and and try and convince him that that belief is something that should be explored more than he's doing it and to really kind of dip into the science a lot more than he is. Okay, do you think if you had grown up in a Christian household but it wasn't so Christian, it was Christian light, half the calories, mm-hmm. do you think you would still be religious? Or do you think no matter what level of religiosity you grew up with, you'd be an atheist today? I think that's a question I can't answer because it's offensive. No, because... I don't, I don't know. This interview is over. Yeah. Um, because I have, I, I don't think I can hold on to that person. I don't know what he, he thinks and feels like, you know. I, I can't honestly tell you the impact to which that, that deep level of belief made me who I am today. Whether or not, like how far you dial that back before I become not an atheist anymore. And if you could dial it all the way back to zero and maybe I'm still an atheist because that's just the way that I think. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would be naive to ha- take a strong stand on that that no i i would just i would eventually become rational 
and I would eventually just know all of this stuff. I mean, it's, it's even to naive, be naive to think that it's what I'm still going to believe in 10 years. It's hard for me to wrap my brain around some, uh, a situation where I don't, but it's possible. Would you want to? Not believe this in 10 years? Mm-hmm. How could I even say that? Because if I wanted to not believe that in 10 years, I'd start right now. Okay. Fascinating people's belief systems. I mean, it, it is true. And, you know, again, to that, we have listeners out there and they can leave voicemails and they can leave emails that I'm willing to talk it out with people. People can be very passionate about this, Mm -hmm. get very mad very quickly. I can say that if that's the situation, that's the direction that we're going, that I won't have patience for it. I don't, I don't care for an argument. I don't mind a feeling filled discussion. Mm-hmm. But at the point where it becomes confrontational, I just don't, I don't care for that in my life. Which I think applies not just to this topic of atheism, but to any topic we talk about to invite a healthy, hearty discussion that doesn't get into the realm of angry and nasty. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and that's 20 minutes on the nose, according to my, my calculator. There we go. Yeah. Um, that is uh, like... As we've said several, several times, you can email us at morningcommutesambrad at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash morningcommutesambrad. I guess that's it. Is there anything that you want to add to that, Sam? I would encourage people to write in with topics that they'd like to see and hear covered too. We're open to suggestions. And if you want to get in on the discussion, we're open to having guests. Yeah, we're open to having guests. We're open to hearing your point of view. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in what people have to say about things. Yeah, you know what I find fascinating? This is the last uh, thought on this whole thing. I have uh, another podcast that I think is probably more temporary than, than this one is. It comes up more often than not that I enjoy comedy. You listen to this one, I, I claim to enjoy comedy. <laughs> And everything that rolls off of this is just this <laughs> stupid, deep, heavy <laughs> stuff. And like, oh yeah, this guy's a laugh a minute. This guy, <laughs> this guy, he is really, really funny. We've got to talk about comedy at some point. Yeah, well, hopefully yeah. we can just have a funny conversation. It doesn't even have to be about comedy. Oh no, that's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, that's our episode for today. Um, say goodbye to everyone, Sam. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this lighthearted, whimsical episode of Morning Commute. Good up. Goodbye, everyone. We appreciate it. Do you have feedback for the show? Write us at morningcommutesambrad at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash morningcommutesambrad.